Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the PlayStation Report, the show about video games in the world of PlayStation. I'm Frank, alongside Tyler. Tyler, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How about you? It is the weekend, a long weekend for those of us in the United States. And uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm relaxed. I'm playing some video games, watching some TV, just having yep. a good time. Yeah, July Fourth is today, America's birthday. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Mm. <laughs> yeah, just hanging out, having a good time. Ah, uh, yeah, I. There's not really much to talk about. Like I, I've just been, I've just been working and playing games and, you know, doing the thing. How about you? Yeah, working, drinking beer, watching some Stranger Things. Mm, I haven't started that yet. It's very good. I heard that Will wants to play D and D. He does. That was a, a big piece of the most recent episode I watched. Mm, okay. I think you'd be friends with him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but good. yeah, video games, Tyler. Uh, did you play any? Um, I've played some things since last week, but nothing of like serious consequence. Uh, I finished the second episode of the Fate of Atlantis DLC for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, not much to say there. Just finished it, and I thought it was good. Good story, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the last episode, which got a date, July 10th, I believe, is when that launches. Uh, you get to actually go to Atlantis, finally, in that episode. So, looking forward to that. Um, played... Some more uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel. Basically, I'm just trying to get through the whole campaign. I think I, I have two bosses left, so uh, not a whole lot going on there. But that game's still still good. So they added uh, almost a battle pass sort of thing to this game. How did they do that? In yeah, and so it's not necessarily a, a battle pass like you would see in Apex or Fortnite or Rocket League or whatever. I don't think you can buy it, but it has progression like it basically. Like you're doing challenges, uh, you get a certain amount of XP in for this little thing uh, after every race, and then. Yeah, there's like six or seven different rewards, and as you go, just do, you unlock. So the more you play, the more you unlock. And I'm like, okay, all right. I'm not sure if the game really needed it, but it's another progression sort of system, and I thought it was weird. So I don't think monetarily they can make any money off of it, but I still just find it kind of, kind of bizarre. Um, and then... They also added something called a Grand Prix, which uh, kind of ties into this. There was a whole like CTR TV animation that played with these two guys that I've never seen before. Almost like if you were to boot up Splatoon. Uh, when you boot up Splatoon, there's you know the two characters and they tell you about what's new in the game and this and that. And that was sort of the same thing. And I was just like, I don't know about this. Let's just kind of keep this a little pure if you ask me uh i mean it's fine it's not like game breaking i just find it a little weird i wonder if it'll evolve any further than what it already is yeah and uh, i wonder if that's like something they had an idea for like a new crash team racing game before they decided to just do uh this remaster yeah that, that might have just been an idea they had looking at splatoon and games game, yeah. like popular multiplayer games like that yeah yeah. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll see where that goes in the future, but the game's fun. I mean, they, they've done a really good job of remaking a lot of these tracks and, but keeping them still feeling exactly the same and just getting back into the rhythm of, of a lot of the shortcuts and the routes that I used to, to drive. And yeah, it's good. Um, 
then what else have I played really? I mean, I played a little bit of Destiny 2, but not too much. So nothing, nothing uh, exciting to add there. Just moving forward with a few quest lines. And then uh, you and I played more Resident Evil oh, 2 God. Remake. Yeah, we did. Shit. So we got through our clock tower dilemma that we were at. Yeah. Um, down in some sewers. Uh, basically, we, we got out of the police station. So. Yes. And got chased by a giant fucking crocodile. Yes. And uh, we kind of at a part where... I don't even want to say anything to, to spoil anything. Something happens in, in what you're doing uh, in playing in, in kind of the, yeah, just the actions that, that is happening. I felt like it was a little bit of a momentum breaker for the game. Like it wasn't awful, but the game had a, a lot of intensity and, and a lot of atmosphere to it that I feel was has kind of been lost in that section. Um, we kind of got past it, but so we'll see where it picks up. But uh, that's just how I felt about it personally. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was a little bit frustrating. It was just it was it's always frustrating when things get taken away from you and they introduce something just out of the blue to to do it's i i don't know i i didn't i didn't like how they executed that because there was no hints or anything leading up to that i don't know it was it was just very abrupt and uh, it was not the way i mean i'm not a game designer but that's not the way i would have done something like that no definitely not uh, I wonder if so. We're doing Leon's campaign. I wonder if uh, Claire's has any anything like that. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, I'm looking forward to to playing a lot more of it. Uh, I like that game a lot, and I feel like we're sort of maybe getting towards the end of Leon's campaign. I don't know. We're probably five hours in. I'd say. Yeah, I'd say we're. <sighs> I think we're about like a little over halfway, maybe two thirds. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm having a yeah. lot of fun with it. Uh, Me too. But Mister X can really just go fuck himself. Oh, absolutely! Fuck that guy. I do not like him at all. <laughs> He's rude. He's a absolutely. very rude man. Absolutely. Um. But yeah. I look, about it, I look forward to playing played. more of that. I, I want to yeah. finish that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. That's about all I played. How about you? Uh, so I got into that Apex Legends Season 2. Oh. Uh, yeah. Played a little bit of the competitive mode. It's ve- The way they've restructured the battle pass for Season 2 is a lot more fun. And it's... It seems like it's much more manageable, much more doable. Like it, they've introduced the challenges, like you'd see in in a Fortnite or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's. I just think it's really cool. It has refreshing. It has a daily challenges and then weekly challenges, and yeah, okay. it's. Yeah, it, it definitely seems a lot more doable. The ranked mode, I still have to play more to figure out how I like that. Uh, it's still very early on, so every, so the majority of people are down at the bottom tier because that's where they started everybody. So right now it's just a crapshoot, but we'll see how it balances out. Yeah. Uh, they did that's make they the made cha- they made changes to the map. It looks it's still recognizable, Ooh. but there are some major differences. Oh, wow. I didn't know that they were changing the map. I knew I read that they were adding challenges and, and kind of retooling the progression, which I f- the game definitely needed. Um, I did not know they're changing the map. So what did they change? You remember those big ass dinosaurs that were kind of standing out in the ocean? I do. They're on the map now. Oh, shit. And occasionally they take a step and crush everything underneath where it steps. Oh, it's pretty cool. Oh, that's sweet. Um, there are also these little dragon wyvern things floating around, and some of them are carrying uh, crates, and you can shoot them down and take the crate. Wow. Yeah, it, it's it's cool. Uh, I didn't get to play much of Watson, the new character. 
didn't play enough of her to really get a feel for her abilities. But yeah, I, I'm having a lot of fun with Apex. It's still awesome. Yeah, I need I need to hop in there now that this new season uh, is is here. Because mm-hmm. it's the challenge. I feel with the first season, uh, unless you were really really into the game it was hard to want to constantly come back to it to uh grind out that battle pass because it was very very grindy and there wasn't a whole lot there to help you yeah it it was pretty much the majority of the points you were getting from for season one was time played it's pretty much that that was it was the overwatch model which i think overwatch had a well when i played it i thought it had a terrible problem with being grindy as hell to get the loot boxes Mm -hmm. um but yeah it, it it had that problem where like the majority of your experience going towards the uh, battle pass was coming from just playing a long time. Yeah, which is weird. Which encouraged like some really shitty ways of playing of just hiding until like like as far as you can get into the game to maximize the efficiency of playing it. Yeah, which isn't a fun way to play that game, but it's the most nope. efficient way to get your battle pass. So yeah, I, I'm glad they made these changes. It's it's very refreshing. Yeah, that's awesome. I also played some Destiny Two. Uh, got to my got to max power level for my Titan. Oh shit! Yep. Uh, now it's just working on building out my collections and all that kind of stuff. Uh, finishing off some quests. Uh, I got my finally got my sleeper stem Sweet. after like however many months that's been available. Yeah, almost a year, probably maybe yeah. over a year. Uh, uh, just about. And uh, yeah, I I like that game a lot. I like the menagerie a lot. Uh, I'm gonna work on getting all the menagerie weapons, the season of opulence weapon weapons because they are pretty good. Sweet. I got the hand cannon, and that thing is wrecking for me. Uh, I think it's called the Ostringer. Mm. Uh Other things, I've been I've been playing some GT Sport. That Gran Turismo Sport. I've been racing online. I've been winning a couple of races. Really? Yeah. Right on. It's really fun. I I finally got my uh, sportsmanship rating up to A, so now I'm racing mostly with uh, people with ratings of A and S. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they don't race like assholes every time I play. So it, that's nice. Um but they're also kind of good at racing, so yeah. I'm, having, I'm struggling now. But I'm, I would I'm trying to keep pace. Uh, yeah, I, I'm almost yeah. done with. Well, I finished off all the circuit experience things, which are basically uh, this thing where it teaches you how to drive each se- sector of a track, and then eventually ends up with you doing a hot lap of that track. Uh, so I've done all those, and I've almost done all the mission challenges. I okay. think I have one left, which is four laps around the Nurburgring. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Strap in. Yeah, you have to get from 30th to first place in oh, wow. four laps. Wow. But that's a, it's a long lap, so it's doable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it just takes like 12 minutes to do one lap. I should do that as soon as possible. Well, it, actually, dude, it only takes like seven and a half, eight minutes in a group three car which is wow. the class that we're racing in okay. um but uh yeah it's i should do that as soon as possible because i did the uh, circuit experience for that thing and it's the track is still fresh in my mind as soon as that wears off like you need to know where you are on that track at every turn it is yep. insane yep. yeah it's a tricky track yeah um yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with that, but I think the big thing I did, which was the most recent thing I did, was play some of that Final Fantasy XIV, because it's on a free trial right now. If you've never played Final Fantasy XIV, now's the chance to uh, get in there. You can level up to 35. It ha- does have some limits with uh, partying up and stuff like that. Um, it, yeah, I... 
I'm having a lot of fun with it. I think that I like it a lot. Yeah. Didn't you play this before a while ago? Yes, I played it when it launched on PlayStation 4. Uh, okay, right. so th- we're going to get into a big headache of things. Um, I played the beta, and then I played it when it launched on PS4. Okay. So I had a Square Enix account. I was trying to get the free trial on PC. It wouldn't let me. But since that Square Enix account was attached to the my PSN, uh, my uh, and my Xbox Live account, I couldn't use my uh, Xbox Live email, my live, my Outlook email. Oh fuck! So I had to create a third email account <laughs> just to play just this to trial. play this trial. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's been such a headache because I was wow. trying to remove the my uh, live email from uh from uh the square enix account so i did that but then apparently i had to wait 24 hours before i could create a new square enix account with that live email and i was just not having it wow Uh, that's ridiculous i mean why why make it so complicated Yeah, it, it, it's a weird system. Uh, I'm in the game now, and I'm having fun. I'm playing as the pugilist, which uh, it's hand-to-hand combat. I it it feels like a lot of uh, fighting game combo kind of stuff. It, it's very unique. Like the classes, or they're called jobs in uh, Final Fantasy XIV. They they all feel like really different, and they all look really cool. And I'm. <laughs> I keep seeing characters that do all sorts of awesome stuff, and it's it's fun. I I like the music in the game. It, it's got a it's got a style, man, and it's and it's sad because I know that I like the Elder Scrolls as an IP. I don't like the Elder Scrolls Online as much as I do this game. Wow! All right, I've kind of been trudging through Elder Scrolls Online and it has yet to really distinguish itself as being Elder Scrolls. Like, I, I think I wrote a tw- uh, Twitter thread about this, but it doesn't seem... Like, you could slap any name on that Elder Scrolls Online and just change the names of things and you wouldn't be able to tell it was a ripoff of the Elder Scrolls. Gotcha. Because it doesn't really distinguish itself in that way. It... Like not not artistically, not not stylistically in the in the game and the way it's played, it's it's hardly recognizable as an Elder Scrolls game unless you just write Elder Scrolls on it. But Final Fantasy definitely has the style that is distinctly Final Fantasy. Yeah. So, are you playing any of the expansions, or are you playing the base game? I'm just playing the base game. I think the expansions don't start until, like, level 50. Yeah. And I think they raised the level cap to 80 now. Wow. So, there's plenty of game there. Uh, I've played probably about, I'm going to say, six hours of uh, Final Fantasy XIV, and I'm at level 15 right now. I think I just leveled up to 15. Nice. Um, it has probably my favorite crafting system in an MMO. Uh, it's pretty close between that and Guild Wars 2, but yeah, it's it's a good crafting system. It's I just think it's overall just a high-quality MMO, and I yeah. might buy in once I reach that level cap. So are you... Yeah, or, or how long does the trial last? Um, they didn't actually put a time limit on it. It seemed more like a, just hey, you you're gonna be capped at this point. Okay. And at and yeah, that that's it. I think it would be smart for them to almost make the base game free in a way, mm-hmm. and and then you just have to buy into all the expansions, keep people going. Well, apparently, if you buy the sh- uh, the. New expansion is called Shadowbringer. Uh, apparently, if you buy that, you get all the previous expansions. Uh, that includes okay. Heavensward and uh, Stormblood. I'm not. I think those are the only other two expansions. Yeah, well, that's cool. So, are you doing a lot of stuff with other players, or, or uh, I've been solo? I've done a lot of solo stuff. Uh, it just inter- started introducing some uh, cooperative stuff. 
Uh, yeah, I did a, a co-op mission just before we started here, and it went just fine. Uh, it took a little bit long to matchmake because I'm playing a DPS character, and that's the most... Everyone wants to do the damage. So you're, right. al you're always looking for a tank and a healer. Uh -huh. But, yeah. I, I think if I do create another character, it will be a tank or a healer. We'll see. Yeah. But the, you might not even need to do that because uh, the way this game works is that your class is determined by what weapon you have equipped. So you go through your you can go through uh, you can once you get to like level ten in your class you can you can just go and train in a different class if you want to. Yeah. Uh, okay. But that but That's that that level separately. So you'll be significantly weaker if you start over in a new class, but you'll be able to work on that class, and then eventually you'll be able to just swap between classes by switching oh, switching weapons. And you can set it so you also just you can set armor sets and stuff. So you just press a button, and you're like, oh, I'm in my outfit for uh, being a white mage mm -hmm. and healing and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it, it's really smart, and I like it. Yeah, that's good. Not tying people down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I will probably talk more about this towards the end of my trial when I make a decision on whether or not I'm going to stick with it. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm just putting it out there. If you want to try Final Fantasy fourteen, now is the time because this free trial is pretty, a pretty good deal. It's yeah. also cross-play between all the platforms. I believe it's on PS4, Xbox One, and uh, PC. Okay. Right on. But yeah, that that pretty much does it for games I've been playing. Uh, I guess we should just get into the news and probably the first one because, real quick, because a fast one was pulled with our PlayStation Plus games for July, yeah. and that's yeah. already out there. Uh, so if you haven't noticed, um, you're not getting Pro Evolution Soccer 2019 this month instead you're getting detroit become human deluxe edition which includes heavy rain mm. really strange they j really just pulled a fast one here i wonder yeah. what happened yeah me too there's really no explanation uh as to why they switched it and all i don't know if it was you know a sports title is a very neat sort of niche sort of thing uh, so I don't know if that that's the reason, but it doesn't really make sense. Yeah, it, I definitely saw some backlash about it. Yeah, but that's not a that's not enough reason to just change it. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely. Some, something business wise must have happened, and Konami was probably like, "Yo, we're not getting a big enough cut of this because you know Konami is Konami," and they're like, "Right, yeah." And they probably didn't. I, I just wonder if they didn't have enough time to track down another game potentially. So then they would they had to go to a first party title. Yeah. Or I guess in this case, second party kind of. But mm -hmm. but it's still an exclusive game that Sony published. Um, I, I mean, it, I would rather have Detroit over Prevolution Soccer, but that's just because I'm not a soccer guy. Um, so it really just comes down to taste, honestly. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's it's just kind of a weird, a weird deal. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. I, I we haven't seen this happen before. Like, uh, at no. least not like not this quickly. I don't think. Yeah, and not publicly. I, I'm sure it's happened like behind closed doors where they thought they were going to do something and then had to go a different direction. But like this is the first time publicly it's it's slipped like this. Right. I just wonder what the value for PlayStation Plus and Xbox Games with Gold games are moving forward, especially if Sony was to build out PlayStation now a little bit more to be something a little bit more like games pass. Like, I just don't know the, the point of it in a way, but I don't know. I, I guess, I guess there is a, a number of people that might be subscribed to PlayStation plus or Xbox live gold that don't have the games pass or 
PlayStation Now, but still, I feel like it's a weird sort of thing as we get into more subscription-based things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I can definitely see this see this falling away, especially if yeah. that PlayStation Now is expanded upon and they introduce something like uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. I can definitely yeah. see like I can see this kind of stuff going away. Yeah, I mean, I could almost see that if you are a subscriber to say game pass or something you get maybe two free games a month Mm -hmm. that are on the service but you get them for free sort of thing uh i don't know it's weird it'll be interesting to see where this goes uh next generation absolutely um a thing that i wouldn't think we'd be talking about this generation is a racism switch (laughs) Have you heard this thing about from the Mortau team? Yeah, I mean, I, I read about it a little bit, but not in a lot of detail. So, so tell me about it. Okay, when Mortau launched, uh, the only kind of characters in the game were white men. Okay. Even though it had a character creator, you could only be white. And they were like, okay, we're going to fix this. We're going to introduce other races and genders in the game and then closer and closer we get to that point it's revealed that there was an internal discussion on having this switch for their community that has built around the game before the diversity is introduced they were going to introduce a switch that makes everyone appear as a white man (laughs) for those people who just couldn't stand to see different people in the game <laughs> okay. All right. Really Why? weird. Yeah. Uh, they've since come out and said that th- that plan was n- never seriously considered. But the fact that that was even in a an internal su- internal uh, discussion on the game that that's kind of weird and not cool. Right, and I believe it was an artist that said that that was kind of a discussion so i imagine that person uh is not looked at very fondly in the studio Mm -hmm. because this is like a pr backlash that yeah they had that that conversation internally which is kind of a ridiculous uh it is a ridiculous conversation to have but i'm sure they never thought that that conversation would get out Mm mm-hmm it's it just doesn't make any sense. It's just a bad, bad look and a, and a dumb idea to even consider. I mean, Mordhau is is a medieval game uh, set in medieval times, so I, I get in a way like what they're going for because it was mostly white mm. men uh, in these, that, but mm. still it just it still just doesn't make sense to do that. I think I think you might be mistaken there Tyler because there, what we commonly know from the medieval times is history written by white people. True. So True. to dismiss the possibility of other races and genders fighting in medieval times is kind of it's 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 not something we should really reinforce it's because there there are other points of view in history that do right do spell out the fact that there were other people in the during those times yeah you're right um but yeah, I, I, it was it was hardly excusable at launch for the way they were like, hey, we just don't want to model other people for our game. I, I don't know what the whole situation there at launch was, whether they were like going for their their version of historical accuracy or what. Um, but yeah, it, it just it's it's not a good look no. <laughs> at all, uh, and. Kind of just want to stop talking about it because it, it's it's kind of gross just to hear that this is the this is a kind of discussion that can happen in a studio still right. today. But yeah, yeah. 
Especially right. if you have a character creator, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, what's what's the point of having a character? It would have been more acceptable if they only had one character model that everyone used. Yeah, definitely. Because even because that would that would be funny, and that would have lore implications that these are all clones. <laughs> mm-hmm. It could have been it could have been much more interesting than what it probably is. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, so recently, Xbox has been expanding their studios, buying everyone up. Looks like Sony's gonna look to n- nab itself a studio of its own. Uh, I believe. Wait, where was it here? I thought it was Remedy that they were gonna buy outright. Mm, I'm not sure if I saw anything on that. I thought I saw that. Somewhere. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I heard a rumor that it was Remedy that they were gonna buy out entirely. Yeah, no, I I I did not see that. I I would find that to be kind of weird uh, because Remedy wants to be more independent. I mean, they were working with Xbox for a while and then they wanted to go more third party and not make exclusive games. And that's how we have control. Um, I mean, Remedy would be a good studio to get. It would fit Remedy. A studio like Remedy would fit what PlayStation has been going for, especially this last generation in making third person cinematic action games. That's what Remedy does. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I I'm not sure where I heard that rumor now. It's just it's just, for some reason that's that's the one that stuck in my head. Yeah. I think the two most obvious ones, but I don't see them happening are one Insomniac, but they're not interested in selling at all mm-hmm. to PlayStation, but they work they've worked with PlayStation almost exclusively for the longest time, so it's like I don't know it's interesting that they haven't been bought but I'm sure those conversations have been had multiple times Um, the other one would be Kojima Productions um, because Kojima has worked closely with Playstation for a long time Death Stranding is uh, a PS4 exclusive but he is a fairly new studio uh, his studio and I would think he would want to be more independent at least uh, for his first project at least through his first project yeah. So I, I think it would if if either of those don't happen, it's probably going to be some smaller studios that are going to be bought up. Yeah. I wonder if they bring any Japanese studios into the fold or if they're looking for more uh, Western studios. Yeah, I I imagine we'll hear more by uh, time uh, TGS rolls around. Right. Yeah, and it's it, it, I'm I'm of two minds of, about this. Like, I think it makes sense for Sony to maybe bring some new new uh, blood, new ideas into their worldwide studios because obviously Microsoft has a lot of talent in in that they've acquired, um, and exclusives are becoming very important uh, to differentiate these consoles. That's been pretty, pretty uh, evident this generation, but I don't like this potential arms race between Microsoft and Sony to just buy up all these studios. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's. I don't know. Oh boy! All right. Um. So, one of my favorite games last year was Nino Kuni 2. And it seems like there's going to be a sequel. Yep. Yeah, I, I they recently re-released uh, the first Nino Kuni, uh, Wrath of the White Witch. Uh, well, okay, no, no, they, they're going to release that September 20th. Uh, but yeah, I... I... I don't know what I want in a new Nino Kuni. Yeah. It was so good. I, I just like that style. It it looks really cool. And uh I I don't know. I just don't know what I want. But I'm sure when I see it, I'll know that I want it. 
Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense to do a third game. That that franchise continues to grow and and uh, get a lot more people involved in it. So. Oh, and Tyler, there's going to be an anime, uh, a, oh. an animated film. Oh boy! Hitting Japanese theaters August 29th. Oh, I'm not sure so if that'll excited. ever come out over here, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it looks like you're basically playing an anime when you in those games. Tyler, I think you'd like that game. I don't know. I think you'd like that that game. If you can sit through and play Kingdom Hearts, you'd like that game. Yeah, maybe. Uh, um, so we've got an update on when EA Access is coming to PlayStation 4. That will be July 24th. Alright. Uh, yeah, it's it's a thing. It's a subscription service for EA games. I guess if you want to play that, you can go ahead and do that. Yeah. I just don't know about EA's lineup, really. Yeah, that's a thing. I mean, they, they have, don't have a great lineup. They have the Stars Wars, but I'm not sure if that comes to uh, EA Access right away. I'm not sure how it works with the, a lot of their new games. I'm pretty sure every new EA game comes to EA Access right away. I was pretty confident that the sports games did. I just wasn't sure about the other stuff. But then again, when's the last time something other than a sports game really hit for EA? Yeah. Apex Legends. Yeah, I guess so. But that's free. You wouldn't be paying a subscription to play Apex. It's free and they weren't really involved with it. Yeah. Uh, speaking, staying on the service line here, uh, PlayStation View customers are getting another price hike of $5 at the end of July. Uh, this is already in effect for new subscribers and will take effect, uh, the next first billing cycle after July 31st. Okay. It keeps getting more expensive and I'm more tempted to look at other options. Yeah, definitely. So you still have PlayStation View? Yes, I do. Okay. I have to watch my sports. Yeah. Got to watch the Women's World Cup. Go Team USA. Uh, They had, like, the most bonkers game against England. It was, like, it was a nail-biter, and I did not expect that. Um, Yeah, that's how I also watch uh, Formula One. Okay. Which, uh, did we talk about the Austrian Grand Prix? No, we wouldn't have had time. No. To, uh, yeah, the Austrian Grand Prix, really fucking good. Uh, like, it, a pass on, like, the 68th lap of 71 was, yeah. the, was the decider. So, like, the first time that it, a race was that close this season. <laughs> Yeah, it's the first time a Mercedes has won. No, or, not or won. someone other than Mercedes yes. has won. Yeah, uh, congratulations see. to Max Verstappen. Yeah, just driving like a madman. It, it was an astounding race. Yeah, I didn't get to watch the race, but I did look up the ending there and and that pass, and that was a pretty good pass. Yeah. Sure, it was exciting to watch. Yeah, Charles Leclerc just didn't get in a good position to defend that at all. Yeah, like he he kind of he conceded the inside line there, and that was that was what killed him. You can't you can't do that to Max. He he'll just run up the inside of you. He's he's very brave on those breaks. Right. Uh, yeah, but uh, these subscription services. I mean, I'll. I'll there's a lot of them and to have all of them is very expensive probably more so than cable potentially um it's pretty close probably if you really truly wanted everything and i they're just going to keep going up yeah the prices keep approaching (laughs) cable prices and it's getting less and less uh uh attractive especially considering that uh, you're relying on your internet to watch these as well. 
Yeah. And, and like, I mean, Netflix, I feel goes up every two oh, years. Yeah. Yep. Um, there, I mean, that's up there to like 12 bucks a month, I think. Yep. That's, that's it. And which, which was, it's definitely more than it was. And the one that shocks the shit out of me that, no doubt will increase in prices Disney Plus that's gonna happen later this year. I think it's only supposed to be like six ninety nine or seven ninety nine or something, which blows my fucking mind. And there is no doubt that that will get more expensive over time. Mm-hmm. They, they, they gotta get they need to get everyone in at the beginning and then pe- yep. people will be like, Oh, it's gone up a little bit. Not yeah. worth going to click the unsubscribe button. <laughs> right. Uh all right. So earlier this week, there was a little bit of a translation mix-up. Um, there were rumors that that uh, CD Projekt Red was working on three games in the cyberpunk universe. That turns out to be false, according to the most recent statement from CD Projekt Red. Um Although I would not be surprised if they were lying and they're going to come out with a Netrunner card game, kind of like uh, Gwent for The yeah. Witcher. It would make yeah. so much sense for that to happen. Right. Uh, yeah, I I don't know what to make of it. They, I, I understand that uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is their main focus, but I would not at all be surprised if they have something else at least like especially a netrunner game because they bought the netrunner rights yeah and so they're saying they have five studios three are working on cyberpunk 2077 one is working on gwent and another on an unannounced mobile title which i i would think that that potentially is a cyberpunk tie-in mm-hmm. or yeah I, that, that would just make sense to me but they're saying it's not but I don't know. It's going to be one of those uh, AR games where you have to walk around a lot. <laughs> yeah. Cyberpunk's going to be fucking huge, though. I mean, <laughs> it's going to be a big fucking title. Yeah. We'll see how it runs on this generation of consoles. <laughs> yeah. What well, will be interesting is... You know, Cyberpunk, I, I feel, is no doubt going to be a success. Witcher 3 was a big success. Um, I wonder if after Cyberpunk, the next game, the next major game, is it going to be in the Cyberpunk universe, Witcher, or are they going to do something brand new? Uh, That'll be interesting to see. Yeah, that's, I mean, that that's a long way off, but we'll see. Definitely. I mean, that's, that's going to be their big thing for next generation, probably towards the middle of yeah. it at the prime if things yeah. time out the way they are with uh, the same way they are with the these two games yeah I would not mind if CD Projekt Red pulled like a Bethesda game studios as like Bethesda they go back and forth between Fallout and Outer Scrolls mm. um, well that's about to change with Starfield but what if CD Projekt Red went back and forth between Witcher and Cyberpunk for a little while I think that could be awesome because mm-hmm. i would love another witcher game i would yeah i i'm just curious at how what hmm. there are uh there are legal and just there there is tension between the creator of the witcher and cd project red i'm, I'm not right. sure how that would go down if they decide to make another witcher game or if they're allowed to i don't know yeah well i think they have the rights to it but are those unlimited rights to create as many games as possible or was that a was that a deal like yo you got three games yeah yeah i don't i don't know the technicalities of, of that but i also know or from what i've read that uh the author of the witcher books sold that at such a low price because he didn't really think much of video games mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it blew up and now he's wanting money and it's like well i don't know maybe they can work something out for them to do more mm-hmm. in the future maybe he'll get maybe a larger cut i don't know yeah. <sighs> Last up of the news here, we've got a release date announced for Metal Wolf Chaos Remaster. The thing that was 
teased at, or revealed at uh, Devolver last year. It's coming okay. August 6th. Alrighty. Never it's, played it. It's a weird concept. It's... Yeah. You play as the U.S. president in a mech suit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Just great. All right. But that's a little while, so a little way in the future. Let's talk about the games out this week. Tyler, you want to get us started? Sure. All righty. There are games coming out this week. Um, As Divine Dios on PS4 and Vita cross by. Among the many worlds the deities have created, there is one world that abounds with life known as As Divine. But when a spate of disturbances erupts across the globe and an ever-spreading murk threatens to destroy it, Aizayoi, the deity of As Divine himself, takes up his cause to save the world he created with his own hands. Hmm. Okay, looks that, like that's some anime very, shit. Yeah, and that's a very uh, dramatic write-up. Hmm. Next up, we have Brain Breaker on PlayStation 4. Are you ready to break your brain? While the kids are having fun with easy mode, master players can use different regions in your brain in insane mode. Choose from hundreds of backgrounds to create your own atmosphere. Playing three different games at the same time requires multitasking skills. Can you handle it? Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers, PS4, uh, digital and retail. Take part in the next saga of the critically acclaimed Final Fantasy XIV online with the next legendary expansion pack, Shadowbringers. Journey through expansive new areas such as the Raktika Greatwood. Um, Aranag, I have no clue how to say a lot of these things, so correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, is that a two? I won't, I, I won't correct you. I have no clue what this next one is, so I'm not even going to say it. In Lakeland, explore new jobs, new races, new cities, in more. Early access begins June 28th. Okay. All right. Ovivo is the next game on the list here. Oviva is a mesmerizing platformer with unusual mechanics where everything is as simple as black and white. It is a metaphorical game filled with illusions and hidden messages. In the world of Ovivo, black and white exist in harmony. By constantly intertwining and replacing each other, they maintain balance. Oh, Paradox Soul on PS4 and Vita cross by. Paradox Soul is an exploration-based survival Metroidvania that takes hand-holding and throws it out the window. Instead of spelling everything out for the player, the only way for Dr. Allie Rose to figure out what's going on in a peculiar test facility is to descend deeper down the rabbit hole and figure it out by herself. You are her only hope. It looks a little bit cold there for rabbits. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, We have a PlayStation VR game. Scraper First Strike. Scraper First Strike is the first episode of a planned five-part VR sci-tech shooter with RPG and exploration elements. It will take the player on a journey through a new IP with fully developed characters, story arcs, and a world filled with unique and exciting environments. Uh, Next up is Sea of Solitude. When humans get too lonely, they turn into monsters, set sail across a beautiful and evolving world of darkness and light, and discover what it means to be human. Embark on a nuanced and intimate action adventure where players must guide Kay through her Sea of Solitude in this touching tale of darkness and light. So this is uh, an EA original title that they... Uh, showed off at their conference last year, which looks pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Timed with the release of Season 3 of Stranger Things is Stranger Things 3, the game. Stranger Things 3, the game, is the official companion game to Season 3 of the hit original series. This adventure game blends a distinctively retro art style with modern gameplay mechanics to deliver nostalgic fun with a fresh new twist. Explore solve puzzles, and battle the emerging evils of the Upside Down. 
Okay. I really wonder if this game's good or not, because it doesn't look too much fun in the trailers I've seen. But whatever. New season's very good so far. Uh, Tour de France, season 2019, digital and retail. The yellow jersey is yours. The official route of the 21 stages of the 2019 Tour de France has been reproduced down to the last detail. It will take you from Belgium to the Champs Elysees. You can play online for the first time in history of a series challenging up to three other players in shorter, more intense races. I wonder how they deal with each segment because in actuality they are very long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I wonder if you can do the whole thing. <clears throat> oh God. I mm, no. <laughs> I did a 30 minute race in a car and that was too much. Yeah. Uh last game on the list here, Will a Wonderful World. Become a god and change, help change the fate of people, even the world, and will a wonderful world. You will receive letters written by characters living in, er, living in urban cities. By rearranging the order and combinations of sentences in these letters, you are going to alter the destiny of whomever that wrote them. Okay. All right, yeah. You can watch Shazam if you want, which is a pretty fun movie. Mm. DC movie. Yeah, that that's pretty much it. There's yeah. there's not much. Uh, yeah, I I'd like to check out Sea of Solitude, and then I'll I'll keep banging away at Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, quiet time here in the summer. It is. Not a whole lot happening. Later this month, though, Wolfenstein. Yep. Really excited for that. Are you getting that? Yeah, I think so. Are you getting the version with the friend pass? Probably. You want to play that game with me? I would like to, yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should try to... Uh, Maybe f- try to finish Resident Evil 2 before that comes out. Yeah. All right. Well, unless you have anything. Nope. That's, that's going to do it for us this week. As always, you can contact us via email at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at PSReportPodcast. You can give us ratings, reviews, and share us with your friends on your podcast app of choice. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Tyler, what you all up to over there? Uh, not too much. Uh, yeah, just trying to find time to do them. Honestly. Did you see that Spider-Man Far From Home? We did. Yeah, didn't get to make a video about it, but it, it was. <sighs> I'll say this: I thought the movie was good. Uh, for sure, uh, there's not a whole. There's some interesting things about it. I think I'm a little disappointed with it, though, in that I thought it was going to be a little bit better, and I thought it was going to maybe set up a little bit more for the future of MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there's some fantastic moments, some hilarious moments, great character moments. Um, Mysterio's really cool. So there's a lot of good stuff in it for sure. I definitely see it. All if right. you're interested in them, but yeah, yeah, I might just have to do that. All right, that's going to do it for us until next week. Until then, be good to each other, play your video games, and, and bing ba 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 ba.